You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Into water, yada, yada. And then, of course, the year we did it no is water. a drought. We're you carrying carry, carry water for, for two days. A day and a half, three, four, yeah. Yeah. So it was it just the Florida Trail. We um, followed Mayor's blog. We because, followed Mayor. Well, we followed Mayor. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> it changes so rapidly due to the water situation. Like, is there water on the trail or not? Like, he might have gone through and it was completely dry and, and a piece of cake. And we went through and there was water and it was freezing cold. And so, in our year, Mayor Schweppes had the worse conditions than we did on the same trail, 10 days to two weeks apart, almost every place we went. That was Tammy and Mark Chapman, known as Pearl and Hawkeye on the trail. And I'm Misty Ridley Little, host for the podcast. Last year, I followed Tammy and Mark along their Florida trail journey via Instagram. Later, I realized they also had a blog chronicling their adventures along the Florida trail, but also found extensive writing to their day-to-day life on a ranch in Northern California, as well as their forays on the JMT, sections of the PCT, and the Arizona Trail. What I loved about their writing was that they showed some of the sides of hiking that we sometimes filter out, as well as the fact that they were a hiking couple. I've interviewed several hiking couples on this podcast, and I think since I'm one half of a hiking couple, I'm naturally drawn to hearing how other people manage hiking with their significant other. Tammy and Mark were no different, and as you listen, you can hear just how well they go together. It was easy to ask a question and get all sorts of stories from them, and it was fun to see how they each prompted each other into fleshing out parts of a story. In addition to all of that, you can hear how much they love the Florida Trail community that they found along the way. It is one of the things that has evolved greatly in the nine years since my own hike with my husband. Okay, before we launch into the episode, just a quick note. I did attend Billy Goat Day a week ago and was able to record some audio that I'll be editing and sharing in the coming months. I also recorded some audio from my viewpoint of the event, as well as a hike I did at Split Oak Forest before the event. I had hoped to get that audio edited in the week between Billy Goat Day and the podcast coming out for February, but that just did not happen with my life schedule. So look for that second episode later this week. All right, on to this episode. Uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, I want to talk about that. You guys have a ranch? Like how many acres? So it's about 3,000 acres. Oh, wow. It belongs to all of our family. We have a farm. Uh, I'm fourth generation farmer in the middle of the state. And we also share this ranch. And the way things have gone, Tammy and I and our family operate, the, live on and operate the ranch. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> sorry, the oldest of the remaining brothers, I have three, two brothers and a sister. And he's taking care of the farm. Okay. Wow. So, so I mean, that's that's basically that's what you guys do. That's your life. <laughs> yeah. We never even catch up. It's it's what we try to do. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a cattle and timber ranch, and then my husband Mark also has a heavy equipment business that he does work for neighbors. But the last few years, our oldest son and his family are living in the main house, and he's going back to school online. So we've been able to run away for the winters, which Hallelujah. is how Florida Trail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, you have a ranch blog, and I know you guys are hiking, and I was like, ranching seems like a full-time job here. <laughs> it is. It, 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 it is. It, we're really lucky right now it, to be able to steal yeah, some time. Yeah, we're getting to practice being retired, so for a few months out of the <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah. So how long has the family, uh, I guess, has it been in your family? So my dad and his best friends, since kindergarten, bought it around 1970. Oh, and okay. We came up, I actually met my wife. Here. Her dad, my dad were buddies and they were deer hunters together. And I was up and her dad brought her and I thought, "Hmm, I didn't even know she had a (laughs) anyway. So we met we actually met for the first time here, even though we're from a very small town, but we were 
four years apart, so you don't actually attend school together. So. Right, right. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, yeah, going into that, you guys, I think you guys got married at Half Dome at Yosemite. I saw yeah. a picture of yeah, you guys. In the chapel. In the chapel in Yosemite, because we, we always like doing outdoor things together. That's kind of how we hit it off, because we love nature. And um, so, yeah, we got married in the chapel at Yosemite. And then, of course, a lot of pictures that we got done show the half dome in the background and everything, which was which is really <laughs> so, cool. Somewhere in Japan, there's a busload of tourists that took our wedding pictures and took them home with them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you looked amazing in a wedding gown on the stone bridge over the Merced yeah. River with the half dome in the background. They all stopped, got on the bus, and took our pictures. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that was amazing. I mean, do they still have weddings there now, or is that yeah, something? They, they totally they still do. have weddings there now. Yeah. And then once a year, they have this renewal day. I think it's the first weekend in may and anybody who's been married there can come back and you do this we've never made it because we're always busy by then but we're, it's on my bucket list to do yeah that's so cool i mean that's a that's a pretty spectacular place to go <laughs> for that it's and very we, iconic yeah. we lived only a few hours from there so yeah. that was our regular like let's go up to yosemite and go hiking or, or do something california is very flat in the san joaquin valley which is where the water from the yosemite runs out to and right. so we lived in the farmland part of it, but we could steal away just, you know, just a bit over an hour and we could be in Yosemite Valley or a little over an hour and 15 and we could be over the Pacific Ocean on the beach. So kind of ideal. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And now we live in the far northern part of California. We're up by the Redwoods. A little muddier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So probably a little more, a little more rain than down there. Yeah. A lot more rain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, have you guys, y'all haven't been affected by any of the fires that have been going on, have you? The reason we moved here actually was because there was a forest fire in 2003 that burnt over 1,200 acres of the ranch. And okay. so we came up to manage the logging. At that point, we were still living on the farm. We had one child, our youngest, was still living with us. And we were, we visited the ranch a lot. We had already started a, it's called a non industrial timber management plan. So there was some small scale logging going on. And I would come up part of my summer farming job was to come up here and operate here. So but when the fires hit, they needed somebody to guide them into where the roads went. We And then we never went home. We stayed for the fire, for the rehab, the rehabilitation of the land after that, for the logging of the dead trees, for the replanting of the forest. And by that point, farming had no appeal. We were, we yeah. were ranchers. And the whole, it was really cool too, because spiritually I was just like, what's our next step? I was just like seeking at this point, and he was too, and we weren't really talking together. It was just craziness with all this fire and rehab and all this stuff going on. And I was just praying one day in the woods, and I was like, what is our next direction? And it was just like, look up, this is it. And it was so crazy. I felt it really strong. And then later talking to him, he was like, I feel the same thing. So we just decided to do it. And it's been wonderful. We've been Enjoyed it. I mean, we're outdoors every single day. Um, and it was in the 20, mountains. 25 years of farming. Farming, yeah. We'd lived all our life there. We raised our kids there and had 25 years of a career of farming. And this was enough different that it felt fresh. Yeah, it did. We've been here 16 years um, with the ranch, just doing yeah. that. So yeah. economically, we don't make as much money, we but don't, we don't need as much either. We don't, yeah, that's true. Our kids yeah. are all grown now. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Smaller budget, easier yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I guess, I mean, you guys, if you're always outdoors and, and, and playing in your own backyard and that just, I guess, makes you want to go out and explore your, your broader backyard of, yard of California. How'd you guys get into hiking and, and doing all the little trips that you did? 
I got into hiking as a kid. My dad was an avid hunter and fisherman and my grandparents too. So I, I got into fly fishing and, and they, we would always go camping. And so I would always just wander off hiking. I always loved it. I, I just wanted to know what's around the next bend, what's over the next hill. And so it was always in my life was hiking. And then when we got together, Mark and she I. She bought a Kelty external frame backpack to kind of match mine. Back in the 80s. And, a, and, a, and, and scandalously, a sleeping bag that would zip together with mine. It was a left and a right, you know. <laughs> anyway, we weren't married yet, but we, we both loved hiking and, and camping. We, we, yeah. Where did you get hiking? With your mm-hmm. grandpa? I, yeah. So my mom's dad was an avid walker. And, mm-hmm. and nature aficionado, but not necessarily trails. He just loved nature, and so that kind of an interest. And it, there's a, there's a a bit of a wildness next to our farm, and being three young boys with not much to do until we were old enough to drive tractors, we did a lot of exploring and you know what we felt was adventuring out in the these sloughs and places around us. Right? We right. just always. You know, and, and, and then, then living next to Yosemite didn't hurt. No, that's right. <laughs> and then the, our, yeah. we always would do short backpacking trips with our kids, in you know, loop. growing up and just just always, you know, in and out or little loops, mm-hmm. just very short. And then I started taking care of my parents. I can't remember what year it is right now um, in the 2000s because they were very invalid. And I ended up going to a lung doctor because I started having lung problems. And I discovered that I had this alpha one lung disease, which scared scared me a lot first, and so i started walking weird. yeah the first diagnosis he told me that and then he says come back in six weeks so for six weeks i was scared we to both. death because i googled it yeah yeah I, so i started walking 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 because i had always i'm like i always wanted to hike the gmt i better do it now because i'm not going to be able to breathe i'm gonna have an oxygen take like my dad yada yada and so when i went back in six weeks he you know the doctor kind of laughed he said well your genome is the best type for that so yes you know you have it but you're going to be fine just avoid don't smoke you know stay in clean air that kind of thing but right. at this point we we're already like gung-ho for the gmt so the gmt was our first and, longest and we hike. were very worried our first time getting up to do even tommy meadows but especially donahue pass we, I, I think we both kind of cried a little. It worked. Yeah, we got up there. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm breathing. <laughs> we can still do this. Yeah, anyway, that's kind of how that, that was our first longer hike, and we loved it. So. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, how how often are you guys, were y'all guys going out hiking? Was it like, a, you know, in the summer you were going out and then and doing these longer trips, or are you kind of planning for the future like every few years or like you know this is on the list and this is on the list or is it just you take it day, year by year so tammy is a planner there's probably the rest of my life is planned out and then it changes and she loves that because then she gets to plan it again but when the weather is good and before we had help here on the ranch we pretty much needed to be here so it was just the corner of the edge yes. seasons when the hiking trail was okay we've done from mexico to the Tahoe area, to Highway 4 on Pacific Crest Trail in various sections. And we would take, like, the Mojave was in the springtime when it was cool, and the other sections were when the weather was right. So, mm-hmm. so sectioning has fit us and fit our schedule. Last year's Florida Trail was a kind of a, an oops or a fluke and an un- yeah. unexpected blessing. And so other than the John Muir Trail, which Tammy can always knock out easily enough, we, we can do that in a short enough time. This opened our eyes to, hey, we currently have the ability to do longer trails and our 
ability to leave the ranch for a longer period of time, we should combine this. So she's really been planning now the okay. Arizona Trail and other things. So, yes, yeah, so you guys hiked the JMT together, but then, uh, Tammy, you went back out and did it by yourself? Oh, no, I tried to do it by myself. We've been together since I was 15. We started adventuring together when I was 15 years old. We've done everything together. And one year I just started having this crazy fear, unreasonable fear, that if Mark died, I would not be able to do what I love to do. And so I decided I got, I've got i got to go hike by myself. We've done the JMT twice, both directions. I'm really, there's lots of people. It's totally safe. I can totally do this. I'm going to do this. And I was scared to death. And, uh, uh, you know, long drive to get there, camping in the back country, backpacking camp, which was, which I had done before, which was kind of okay, but I was still really scared. And, um, and then I started hiking and it was great. I was like, this is wonderful. You, like, you stop when you want, you water when you want. I, I kind of liked it. And then at night no, I would always just kind of camp by somebody I felt kind of comfortable with. And I only made it a few days and I oh, got yeah. to, um, Red's Meadow, which was like the first place to get a resupply. First spot where you kind of come out where there's a lot of people. And there was this creepy guy and he mm. just kept bugging me and I kept trying to give him the cold shoulder. So then I knew these younger guys that I had hiked with previously. And I'm like, can I hike with you guys? So I hiked out. I, you know, I went out with them. And we kind of hit off in the trail. And the creepy guy found me at dark. And Ugh. and he was like, well, hi, Miss Pearl. I mean, and it was, it creeped me out. I couldn't handle it. So I was like, either I keep hiking with these young guys. And they had their own trip going. Or I just leave. So I just hiked back to Red's meadow got on the bus and came home but you know i still really was proud because i did it i would just make changes when i come into where there's like lots of people you know i would just um not by by the way as the husband in this whole episode she we have this uh not spot the other version in reach in reach and so she sent me a message saying this creepy guy has followed me and I'm really worried. I'm going to move my camp. And then she turned off her phone. No, I didn't turn off. <laughs> I quit working. I just quit working. He was like all night long freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it, that's so, yeah, I didn't actually make it. But, you know, I'm planning another trip this summer with some you know ladies. And I'm going to yeah. do a ladies trip. So not totally alone. I am so, like, hats off to all the ladies who hike solo. I, I, I'll get there someday. But I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> that's how that's how I feel. I, I try to go like day hikes and do that by myself. Oh yeah, but I, I that too. doing but 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 I don't know. Just going hiking overnight by myself, kind of. I just freak myself out, and you know, I'd be the same person. I'd get the weird, creepy person. So uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like he sat beside me. Can I buy you a beer? I'm like, no, thank you. He got me one anyway, and he just kept asking me, "Where are you going?" Blah 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 blah. It was just. He wouldn't say no, and it was, and like I said, I've been with Mark since I was 15. I had no idea, like, how to handle any of that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, right, right, right. It's funny. The funny thing is, you you both have an interest in hiking alone. I really don't. I I, I hike as a, you know, when, when our normal life is that I'm gone mostly from dusk, from dawn till dusk, and so it's kind of cool that we can go spend the day together and do these hikes. I have no desire to go hike someplace by myself. Not, not. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hats off to you guys that, that it's something you want to do, but it scares you a little, and you want to do it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Hiking is about me being able to spend time with him. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see it both ways for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so you did the JMT PCC uh, section hike, the PCT. 
so how did you guys decide on the Florida Trail? Where did that come out of? Okay, okay, that was so it's so strange. First of all, I had we had met Carrot Quinn. I don't know if you're aware of her. She's like a, was a blogger mm-hmm. on the PCT, mm-hmm. and yeah. we had met her. And then so I was following her blog, and she went and attempted the Florida Trail. So boom, I saw a little piece of it, and I was thinking, gosh, that was. I would not want to do that. There's roadblocks. She's in water. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Like it totally freaked me out. And and she was not enjoying it either. No. And then she quit, you know, because she didn't feel safe. And so then my sister, a few years later, moves there and I go visit her and it's gorgeous. I love Florida. And she takes me on one of those tourist airboat rides. And, (laughs) And the guy at one point pulls up to some little island, you know, in the middle of all this water, and he stops, and he says, well, this is the hiking part of your journey, and everybody's like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, my heart had, like, already leaped ashore, and that's when I realized, <laughs> I want to hike the Florida Trail, so I started looking into it. I told you she gets us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you know, I guess you guys didn't know anything about Florida, I mean, you were West Coast people. Um, Nothing. Uh, yeah. We, 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 had got, we had camped there one other time. We oh, had, that's right, we I had, forgot about that. points with southwest and they were expiring we had a few weeks to kill but uh, in between projects here and it was winter also anyway we said well how far can we go on these tickets okay and then where can we camp because we don't have any money to go to a hotel so we flew to miami and we spent two weeks camping up and down the keys and loved oh, wow. it we really yeah. florida we really and the everglades but that was we didn't go any further north and so we basically then started from there, think Cyprus. Yeah, went, basically went that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I forgot all about that trip it was so long ago. We knew we knew a tiny bit about it, and then with seeing the Florida Trail through Carrot Quinn's eyes, I was mostly worried about we were going to be grossed out by it and creeped out by this. You know, <laughs> we're going to see ten snakes an hour, and, and <laughs> alligators were going to come into our tent at night, and I had all of these ideas about what it was going to be like. And fortunately, it wasn't. But we also had family living in Orlando at that point. Yeah. So we could fly to Miami and walk to their house. How cool would that be? They would, would go up, walk up, and knock on their door. Right, right. <laughs> take us to Disney World, and the exec, it would be over. It would be great. And then we got the fog to just keep hiking. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of, you've done long hikes. You kind of get in a group of people, and you're yeah. all part of this, yeah. almost like a team thing. And Mark kept saying, look, we're never going to have this opportunity again. We've always thought we wanted to try a through hike. I think we better do this one. And, and the farther we got, the more we were invested in it. I don't want to start. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go back and start again to be able to do a through yeah. hike. And, and I always thought, like, when we were section hiking, I thought, oh, you know, we're all that. Like, we never had any problems, really, except, you know, little fights between the two of us. But we physically, we always did really well. And I always thought... Through hike will be a piece of cake. It can't be any harder than this. It is way harder <laughs> mentally, physically. It's just it was a lot hard. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be. And it's full, you know it's Florida. It's flat, but yeah. It was, yeah, there's that. So me working outdoors most of the time, I just kind of had this idea that how hard can it be? It's flat, and all I have to do is keep up with you anyway. So ha, huh, I'm not gonna. Train. And he and he said that to me too. I, I said those exact words she i had to eat them twice <laughs> i when it broke down and broke down twice so, yeah. walking flat walking, all the time is harder walking, than you think and then walking distance every day yeah it adds up well and it's like the road walks it's it's flat but then it just mm-hmm. kills you it kills your legs so much faster than it does on regular train so yeah. it's, you're yeah. right especially if you're not easily trained like me tammy would get off on the grassy shoulder most of the time and only be on the road part of the time 
And I was the exact opposite. Like, it's paved. I'm walking this paved part. And the, the Lake Mary trail that, yeah. that got me the first time. And the second time was the long road walk. Anyway, it's just, just you got to be smart enough to, hey, this might hurt you. And you don't want to keep getting hurt. So walk where it's softer. Yeah, and then switch sides so you don't always switch, have the same slant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, yeah, you hike, you hike the Florida Trail, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, in 20, 2011. Things. Yeah. Well, did you guys read any other blogs before you started? I mean, is you had I that did. like icky thoughts of, of Carrot Quinn's blog, but was there <laughs> I, anything? I think it was called. I think her name is D- Dirty Bowl. I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read her blog all the way through. I think that might be the only one. Of course, we used you know the the Florida Trail, the the book mm-hmm. um, by Sandra, but. Um, that might have been the only blog I read all the way through. I, I did no research. I, you know, Florida's flat. I just could keep up with her. How hard can it be? Yeah. So you must have been completely like blindsided. I mean, Tammy, you probably oh. had an idea, but he was probably like, "What on earth are we doing here?" I was blown away. I think- he was really, really afraid. Of, not afraid. He wasn't afraid, but big cypress. He thought this is ridiculous. Walk through water yada yada and then of course the year we did it there's no is water. a drought we're you carrying carry, carry water for, for two days a day and a half, three, four, yeah. yeah so it was it just the florida trail we um followed mayor's blog we because, followed mayor well we followed mayor oh yeah 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 right <laughs> it changes so rapidly due to the water situation like is there water on the trail or not like he might have gone through and it was completely dry and, and a piece of cake and we went through and there was water and it was freezing cold and so in our year Mayor Schweppes had the worst conditions than we did on the same trail, 10 days to two weeks apart, almost every place we went. Yeah. They were either up to their necks and flipping snakes underneath the sticks, or there was no water. And we had the opposite. We were just two weeks different. It's an interesting trail that way in that it changes really fast. It was nice having them tell us where all the dogs were because Carrie and Katana, they definitely knew where any dog was going to be at. So <laughs> we had our um, well, yeah. So when you guys started, did you guys, I mean, I know along the way you guys picked up other hikers that you were hiking along with, but you started off kind of by yourself or was there anybody else with you? We were in the kickoff. So, so right off the bat, we go to the kickoff and this little skinny, scrawny, high energy lady comes up to me and just starts like asking me all these questions. And um, her name was Nancy. And she was with the girls who hike Florida or mm-hmm. ladies who hike Florida or something. There was four of them. Mm-hmm. And so the very first day, we bumped into them quickly. And she, she got named Songbird. And she became like my best friend. We still talk multiple times a month a for hours. And um, so Songbird was with us a lot of the trail. Um, when we got off my sister's for a little while, she got ahead of us. But then she waited for us to catch back up to her. So. And Sunset. Yeah, and Sunset. We met up with Sunset, too. On the too. Indian, Reserve, Indian mm-hmm. Reservation. And he's a royalty, hiking royalty. He's a double, triple crowner. Almost working a, on Almost a triple, almost, triple crowner. Yeah, he's working on it. So we had a wow. lot of... We, we really did. And we, we met Trail Angels. Uh, we, we met other hikers that we really had wonderful time with, a rapport. We're just, just a moment. But, but also along the trail, we, we met... So many people either reached out to us or we reached out to them, and we got to meet um, lots and lots of people. Yeah, hundreds of people that that are now indelibly part of us. Just they're part part of what we think of when I think of Florida. Yeah, and that was also right. interesting too, because no matter where we went, as we would strike up a conversation with someone who knew that we would find out that we're on the trail and we're going 
hiking along through Florida. They would just have this look of relief on their face that we have finally reached the real Florida. Where we just came from was not real Florida, but now we finally got there. Let me tell you about the real Florida. Wherever they were, they just had this love of place, and it was, it was fun. Good. Yeah, they're like a- North Florida is the best. South Florida isn't real. <laughs> is that kind of what they were like? Even even we went, farther north, this- farther north was just Georgia. That's that's it's in Florida, but we did, that's just Georgia. And farther yeah. south, no, well, that's Miami. You know, right? It's, it's, but it, it was just interesting because even like in South Florida, like you know, yeah. you're in rural spots. There, this is the real Florida, you know. And um, the, the farming community and farming yeah. people around Okeechobee, I I grew up with them. I, I they had different names than the people I've grown up with, but they were the same people. It was, right. it was interesting how I just knew all of these people. It was. Right. I think that was the biggest surprise and something that was unexpected about the Florida Trail was just meeting people along the trail. And the whole, the whole culture kind of changed, like mm. how people were. So I, for me, that was the coolest thing that I didn't wasn't expecting at all. I was expecting nature, and there was a lot of nature too. Mm. But I think the people are what really made it special. If we put that many miles into the Appalachian Trail, we would have gone through a, a number of states. And I think we went through at least that many culture zones yeah. where it felt like we were in a completely new place. That the, the people had, had less in common with the people we had just left than... They were what they had with us. It was just interesting. Hmm. Well, you certainly had a little bit more interaction with people than we did. It was a lot quieter trail, you know, <laughs> nine years ago than it is today. I mean, just for the fact of the community that's built up around it. But I think even just the the citizens are more aware of the trail than they used to be. And I mean, we would come across hunters or fishermen. You know, those would be our primary people we mm-hmm. would run into and occasionally you know a, a group out hiking but it was definitely a quiet section of a quiet trail but now i mean what, what you guys have written but what i've seen from other people is just such a more it's it's getting a little more social i yeah. know it's really yeah. cool and yeah. mark is really good at talking to total strangers i'm i'm just like i didn't appreciate it with him as much as i do now because it was really fun <laughs> having these really some of them really <laughs> random conversations you just say you don't appreciate it. Oh, i do now yeah. Um, and, and what was cool that I didn't realize about hiking a long trail was even though you aren't hiking with all the people on the trail, we, we texted and stuff. And so it felt like you were still all together in some ways, you know, we or shared pe- information. Or people that we met that had just found out that there was such a thing as a Florida trail from people two days in front of us. Yes. Or something like that. Mm. But we would meet someone and, and tell them, and by the way. You can really bless this person who's coming now a couple days behind us. Yeah. That, that you know, and they would say, "Well, this is what I wanted to do was help people. I didn't know this was a thing. This, they still are <laughs> people along the trail that they know the name of the trail sometimes, but they only know that section, so they don't think of it as the Florida Trail. So right. And, and the urban areas, they didn't know about it either. We got an, we got a oh my goodness we yeah. got an Uber ride one time, and she's <laughs> like, oh, I wondered why there were so many like." Homeless people walking around with backpacks, I guess. Right. Or the or the wonderful paved urban walk through the Lake Mary area was just an amazing place to go and you're going through little shopping centers and things. But we did not have on spandex. And so the fact that people were exercising on this walkway, they they almost fell down trying not to look us in the eye because they I guess they thought we were yeah. bums or homeless yeah. or something shuffling yeah, on their beautiful bike path. And I I've done that a lot with people before I you just 
you feel uncomfortable, like you just don't know what to say or what to do. So you just kind of look away. And so on the trail, that was a really big aha moment for me. It's like people want to be seen because I felt I started feeling really like I shouldn't try to look at them like I <laughs> I'm less than and makes them uncomfortable yeah and so when i came home like now i'm i look i even then i started looking more at people who actually are homeless and saying hello and look them in the eye we, we had a moment human we had a moments where right. things were uncomfortable but almost everything in fact you can yeah. easily say everybody that we met once they knew once we had a, a few words between us they were so gracious yes absolutely but there was there was that unknown part where they just didn't want to look at us or didn't want to see that you know, didn't want to see us. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially if, if yeah, you look different, especially in the urban areas and yeah. you're on a trail, yeah. and you're like, what's going on? I don't know what I should say. Are these people? Yeah, just just everything you just said. I can, so I can, I definitely understand what you mean by that. And then there's um, Lake Butler, <laughs> where they already have that rail to trail, trail through there. So the, you just, they're welcoming hikers Almost on a professional basis. Oh, yeah. And they almost run out to grab you to take you into the city council's chamber so you can have a shower and get their free stuff. They were great. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like we felt like we were trophies. Even. <laughs> it was so amazing. Yeah. See, that's so good to hear because uh, Lake Butler was a nice town when we were there, but it was definitely not like this little you know, uh, hiker tra- or hiker town. It was not like the place. Yeah, yeah like, here it is. That's so cool. <laughs> In fact, I only bought one shirt this whole 1,100 miles, and I bought a Lake Butler shirt. I still wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but Lake Butler or something about Southern graciousness or something, it says on, its, on, its, yeah, on their logo. That's funny. <laughs> well, and you guys, so you guys were originally just going to hike to Orlando. How did that kind of change and evolve as you guys were you're making your way up the state? Before we even had, I mean, halfway to Orlando, the bug had bit us. The idea that we could stay with all of these people that were walking and doing the same thing, and it was, it was great. And I, I think, anyway, I, one of, I don't remember when it happened. I think it was about 10 days to two weeks in. I remember calling them to check on things here at home, and both of my sons were kind of excited that we were staying away and kind of convincing us how muddy it was. Now there was nothing to do anyway. And I thought this is a great opportunity for everybody, them, us, but mostly it was the trail. Mostly it was, it was selfishness on, on our part. We just really wanted to, to stay and do this. And it was, we were, we were, it was okay that we could do it. We were able to do it. Yeah. We took, a, we took a long time. And, yeah. and it was great doing that. It was we, great spending that much time in Florida. Yeah, it really was. And, and being able to camp, and almost every night, we were there for basically three months. But with counting the time, we were in Orlando, and going to Disney World, and the times that I broke down, we had to stop along the trail. It was almost three months. But most nights, I would get in the tent in my shorts. I would get out the next morning in my shorts and flip-flops and, and make breakfast. And it was warm. That's nothing. <laughs> I, I see, he says that, but I always want to remind him we were at the Elosti uh, <laughs> Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I don't think I said that right. And things were frozen. Yes. Everything was frozen. I was frozen and it was so cold. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, and, you know, it's the, not all alligators and, and beaches in Florida. And the guy opened up the visitor center for you on a day it was he supposed did. to be closed. So you could have oh, to nice. go down there and watch the movies. So we did. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. A, he was. I forget what you. How he was, Yeah, he was into snakes. Uh, he was oh a, yeah. Mm-hmm. And expert. so he really like 
<clears throat> shared so much snake. Snakes are my biggest fear. It was like getting bit by a cottonmouth. And so he shared so much information and he was so into snakes that I kind of got into snakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept looking for snakes. Never did get to see a cottonmouth, but saw a coral and. We saw a few snakes. Nothing like I thought we were going to see. And we saw way, way, way more alligators than I thought existed on the planet. <laughs> I, somehow I expected to see them in certain places like we saw in the Everglades. I, I had no idea they'd be in every kind of water everywhere that we went. <laughs> and I yeah. had no idea that they were just, they really don't even, most no. of the time don't even care about If they're know. around people a lot, they get so conditioned that they might as well have just been a puppy dog. Yeah, we, we met some, what was it, a local man out fishing and him and his son. And oh, yeah. he told me if they if you, if they swim, people are swimming there, it's totally fine to swim. If nobody's swimming, don't get in. So he said, because they get used to people. So Right. Yeah, so we started swimming after that. If people are swimming or it's a regular swim area, we just swam. There was a sp- yeah. hot springs that we were at, trying to, once again, trying to heal my oh, oh, that my, was, my leg. Is that Alexander? I think so. I think Alexander. it was Alexander Springs. And Tammy went for yeah, a Yeah, yeah, you guys were there for a few days. Oh, a yeah. long time. It was great. That was it the first was time like we had been in a car camping place like a and we, we liked it. Yeah, it was like, like a little vacation on our vacation. Yeah, so I decided to go for a late night, late evening it was almost time for everybody to get out of the water, but the guy who stands there, he says, oh, it's fine. Go ahead and go in. And I was just going to do some laps. And I look around. There's no alligators. And I start swimming all by myself. And it's so beautiful there. And then I look up and I see a, a it's probably a five-foot alligator swimming, you know, just, I don't know, 20 or 30 feet from me. I would, <laughs> yeah, my idea that they aren't going to eat me was out the window. I like walked on water to get out, basically. You know, I swam really fast. And, and then there was another man, and he, he swims there every night. And he's like, What size? And I told him, He says, Ah, no problem. And he, he dove in and <laughs> took off. Well, yeah, he's a local. Yeah, I would still probably be a little skeptical. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go closer to shore now. Thanks. Yeah. I was scared. My, yeah. my heart was racing. And that. That was the same day, same. So I was doing that, and that was the night that the bear. Mark was back at camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That was a clever little bear, I tell you what. Junior, they called him. Because I was sitting at the on the bench at the picnic table, three feet from the food locker, and had not completely closed it. It was it was closed, but it hadn't latched it because Tammy was still coming back and waiting for her. And it was just getting dark, and I heard a rustle. On the at the thing, and I turned thinking it was Tammy. You know, like, hey, good, you're back. And it, it was the bear who was <laughs> opening the locker and then grabbed the theft stuff and ran off. With it. <laughs> anyway, quite quite clever little bear. I felt bad, and I mean, you know, he got food. And the funny thing was, the next day we went out in the bushes and, and found almost all of it. Yeah, he didn't. He ate. He liked junk food. He yeah, ate he like chips. And and he left my pro bars and my protein shake. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Anything healthy was still there. <laughs> He's like, I've had these before. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you guys both kind of had some injuries on the trail. Was it, I guess, were just pretty minor. You just needed to rest and slow down. Is that what was going on? I think the biggest thing for me was probably my tendons were getting, it wasn't stretching very well. Oh, we can figure out. It just, but it felt like it was shin splints. It felt like the front of my leg would not let me move my foot. And so I, as long as I could peg leg walk and, and not move my ankle, then my shin was okay. And mm-hmm. it, with icing and with other treatment, it went away. I, 
I forget now what we actually discovered, but what basically one, one night I just started really I'm like I'm really gonna massaging. seriously massage your leg. I went online and Googled and I did find this knot and it wasn't in the front of his leg, it was in mm -hmm. the back. And I worked it, worked it, worked it, and then the next day he was like, Whoa, I am almost hundred percent. So but that was that was, you know, probably a week after the rehab yeah. of trying to walk slow, trying not to do anything. Right. Anyway. And both times when it popped up, it came up in once in each leg, and both times as it came up, it was after a couple of days in a row of walking on pavement and just not being smart enough to move to the side. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I just had female problems, and so as soon as yeah. I got back, I had a hysterectomy, and I'm good to go now. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's funny, when you're on the trail, it's like things crystallize. Like sometimes when you're home and you're kind of getting a rut and you don't, always make decisions clearly but for some reason when life is just kind of simplified and you're walking you can see things from a distance and you can see it more clearly like i do need to do this i do need to do that we do need to change this, this is important yeah this is important and i think that's that's my favorite thing about hiking a long time is that um just the, the self-discovery and that, you, what you said the simplification yeah and the simplification so you can see your life a little more clearly <clears throat> and about what's important and what's not like that's just a throwaway well, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that goes with, you seem like you're pretty spiritual on the trail and, and you're a lot of these time periods where you're just hiking along, like you just said, you came to, you know, conclusions about, I don't know, yourself and life. And I guess, how did that all work into, are you guys both spiritual or is that just more of you, Tammy? Oh, I think we're both very we, spiritual. We are. But even in that, she led. She, when we were raising our kids, she was a preschool teacher at a Lutheran preschool. And before that, you you started going to church before me also with the... Yeah, my whole life. Like, some people are just born, I guess, with the sense that there's something more. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, I guess. But Mark's very spiritual, too. And, um, I, you know, just being in nature every day, which I feel like is created by God. So it's like you're constantly seeing his fingerprints everywhere. And it's just I think, awesome. I think it is the lens we see things through. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that... that a stranger bumping into us might think of us as Christians or overly spiritual. Right. But but I think after I, I know as we moved up here, the people that began to know us, we had got this reputation as being the the Christians or the spiritual ones, and we're in the, we're surrounded by hippies and and very spiritual. <laughs> but it, maybe that's how they picked up on it. But I I think it's part of us, but I don't think it's necessarily the the color you'd see if you looked at it no I don't know. definitely not but, but it is definitely the lens we see things through and, yeah, and right across things. Mm -hmm. right now i just appreciated um i guess that perspective because you don't see that too much in trail writing i mean you do from time to time in different manners but um i don't know i just liked i guess tammy are you the one that primarily wrote the blog yes okay yeah, just your perspective on, I think, just, well, how, you know, your relationship worked on the trail, because there's not a lot of, you know, married couples hiking trails, usually, or even just long-term relationship couples. Um, so seeing, you know, that perspective, and then you were mentioning being an introvert on the trail, and, and, and the spirituality, just, just seeing all these different aspects, instead of just, um, you know, we hiked such and such miles a day. <laughs> I, yeah. I appreciated that, so. In person, I never come across as an introvert because you know I overcompensate so I try yeah. to fill up and so it exhausts me <laughs> but um and I like I like to to know a little something about people he loves and so, people and so that's how I think we, we both get 
something out of our, our differences in our relationship. And spiritually, I crave it also, but I don't, this doesn't seem to be my first default, and it is Tammy's first default. So that's another thing that we get from each other, I think. I, I definitely get that from her. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so interesting because, like, we'll have, obviously, disagreements and fights on the trail. It's real life. Um, but they're always, it's kind of the same stuff that we might fight over in, in our regular life because it's so distilled, which it's really cool because then it actually helps your relationship grow, too, as long as you work through it. And um, right. from a simple environment. Most so. of that's true. But here at home, it doesn't matter if you eat all of the food. That's true. He always says, I <laughs> eat all of the food. That is like one of our major <laughs> I can just go get more out of the pantry. <laughs> he gets very hungry <laughs> hiking. I, I usually lose a little weight as we're walking, and she usually gains it. And I, t- I tell you why, because she eats all of our food. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I would never let my husband share my Gatorade because he's a guzzler. Like, he would have two uh, gulps, and it would be gone. I'm like, no, you can't have mine. I'm, I savor mine and take my time. <laughs> we were on the PCT coming into Kennedy Meadows South. And we had this huge blowout over the food. This was years and years ago. Huge blowout. I remember this lady walking up to us. I mean, we were yelling. And it was ridiculous. Oh, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And we see the look on her face. And we both realized, Oops. oh, my gosh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so at that point, we decided we'll each do our own food. And so we yeah. each kind of, like, get our own food. We carry our own food. But I will, you know, he always brings better food than me. I have this idea to be healthy. And so then I, he, I, he usually will say, Oh, you want some of my chips? And I, of course like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then traveling as a hiking, at least as, as a couple has a lot of benefits. And one of them is that we only need one tent and one stove and one water purification thing and one pot or, you know, it's just, it is so much nicer that we can combine, but we have since then, we've done less of the combining of the food. Like, no, nope, you pick yeah. out what you want, pick out what I want. Yeah. yeah. We, we split up the weight really well. She, We pretty much, I weigh at least 30 pounds more than her. And so I carry that ratio more of weight. But we other just, than that, she carries the same ratio. So she's mm-hmm. doing the same work as I am. We just do a percentage of our body weight. So mostly. We, mostly. Yeah. We don't, we're not sticklers to it. But no. we, we try to make sure nobody's getting over there. right right so towards i guess towards the end of the trail you I think you guys were kind of lag flagging behind lagging or just yeah. like losing steam and you, I, you guys gave mayor and katana well, i guess a lot of uh, credit for keeping you guys plugging along so i guess just maybe just talk about those last miles of the florida trail and and i mean coming into like not thinking at the beginning that you're gonna do a through hike and then changing your mind midway through what were what were your thoughts like knowing that you were going to do a through-hike. So, so towards the end, we, we definitely were flagging some. Most of it had, to do, with, me, most had to do with Bradwell Bay coming up, too. And and when Mayer went through it, he and Schweppes and Katana, they really had some really tough conditions, and they, they reveled in it. They're a couple of young men, and they reveled in it. And we were a couple of weeks behind them. And we punked them a little bit because they loved us and we knew and we loved them too. But we kind of knew and it's online. You can't really tell if you're smiling or not. And so we told them we were quitting and that it was because of what how tough they'd showed us it really was. And you've just creeped us out. We, we're, we're just done. We're going to go home now. <laughs> and we got such heartfelt encouragement from them. We, I felt <laughs> bad. In fact, some, 
uh, Nancy Songbird and I wanted to keep talking to them a couple more times. But this is this is fun. We can do this for another hour. And Tammy's heart was like, no, no, he's probably crying. We have to. So she gave us the, gave us I was really, seriously, though, really, yeah. really not enjoying the trail. Just the road and knowing that there was so much road and there's all these dogs. And, and like, maybe through, we should come back and do it when the trail's open. Mm-hmm. And so I mentally and Mark kept saying, look, we can do it now. We can still come back. And, but Mayor really feels, I think, almost called to be an inspiration to people to like to to grab a hold and do something not bigger, just hiking. bigger than you think yeah you not can about do. hiking about, no, about life <laughs> he's and quite so a motivator he really is a motivator and um so he you know he we text and he would be motivational he really was and katana herself is motivational to yeah. see her in the beginning of the hike she can't see and she's pretty kind of timid and then how she just kept gaining confidence and overcoming it's just like whoa you know it just made you realize you could do so much it sounds silly because it's a dog right but you can do so much more than you think you can do all of us can and i think um katana and mayor i think that's their I think <laughs> so at some point great. earlier midway through the hike I, I can't remember the exact days but we had um at I think there was nine or ten of us all in one big group, including Mayor. And oh, Shrek that was in the Kissimmee Prairie. Yeah, in the Kissimmee Prairie. Yeah. And <laughs> anyway, it, so Tammy and I are probably the oldest two out there at this point, and we sit quietly, we get our water, and we sit quietly, and we're, and we're chatting. Pretty soon we realize Katana doesn't like all this other excitement. She's basically between Tammy's feet wherever we would stop and She's she would She's so down. sweet. And so... Anyway, so we kind of got adopted by Katana at that point because we were more slow, stable ones. I don't know. They were all, they were, Mare, like, seriously loves that dog and takes such beautiful care of her. And and he was so good at, like, getting her to overcome her disability um, by taking her on that hike. Like, she became really confident Mm -hmm. by the end. Um, so it was it was fun. It was a fun group of people. And like Sunset came and rescued us at the end. He went back home to drive school bus in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And we were definitely flagging, you know, just uh, we were slowing down and I, lagging, I should say. So was, there was a few things I can remember. And he, the, but, hur- the hurricane damage. Yeah. The, the long road. Yeah. Loss, the fact we couldn't go see Ekinfina. The fact that Mayor and Schweppes had gone through Bradwell Bay and it was almost dangerous Bradwell Bay really marked there, there was a yeah. there's a few things in there that that we kept thinking well why are we doing this you know yeah. there's but, not is if it's just for pride maybe we shouldn't be doing this but sunset shows up and it just gave us this burst of energy and he's just the cutest man and <laughs> he was really encouraging and that's when we did the whole car you know we used the car for a few days and we kept coming back to the Hillcrest Baptist yep. Church he, at he, night he showed up with his yeah, car yeah. with I think so we did all that sixty-something, whatever miles it was. I don't even remember now. And it went, with and it, this car, and it was a light-hearted time because yeah. of that. I mean, I, I I actually got some sort of a fever in the midst of it, so oh, I was sick. Right. A few you of, were really a few sick, night. but it still felt just amazing. Yeah, it, because we it was the people. It was the fact that no, we really are going to do this, and we can do this, and we want to do this, and it's going to be okay because we're. we're we're doing something we want to do. Yeah, and then we get way far north. You know, we get to Nancy Frey, mm-hmm. who was the trail angel, amazing, like 
fed us, picked us up, planned out our hike. This is where you'll camp. This is what you'll do this. And at that point, we were just kind of fatigued of it she, all. She did and things she, that if you were paying her, it would still be surprising that she went and did Out of her way. Made us a, baked us a special cake for the, for our finish. Picked us up in oh, the wow. room with a special cake on our on our final day. She was great. We still I talked to her today, too. So, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It was neat. She might come to the JMT. Well, you never know. For the women. Yeah. Well, and you guys had, I mean, I think, yeah, you guys picked up from there. Like you said, Sunset was there, Nancy and Songbird, and everybody was there. And then you got to end with, you know, Mayor and Katana show up at the end. And I think that was, I don't know, I felt like after all the things you guys had went through and slowing down and injuries and just, you know, wavering on what you wanted to do, like just yeah. ending yeah. just was really like good. It, it was like angels were singing. It was, it was that kind it, of a hallelujah chorus that. Especially that last. It was it was good, but it was kind of funny because we had gotten into a fight that some you know there's a lot of pressure toward the end, (laughs) and and that day, so him and I were kind of like at odds that the whole last thing. But part of it too was I was just really kind of broody. It was like it's the end of the hike and it's just trying to process it all. It's really I mean you finished long hikes. It's this really emotional, awkward time like. And I was so giddy. I actually wanted to carry this humongous inflatable, I don't even forget now, parrot, swan. I don't know. Something. He bought something with like 20 pounds. I'm like, what are you doing? We're not carrying this till the end. I think, this, this is I, what our I'm stupid fight my, was yeah, over. Yeah. I'm going to have a, fa- a famous photo here with an inflatable toy. What a great idea that was. So, yeah, we I, I got on his plate a little right. bit and didn't let him carry the toy. But so we fought still, a little bit. My only memory of that day is that walk in the blustery wind and rain and and seeing Mayor Katana walking up. The yeah, couch. it was really sweet. We were we hiked with him, and then I think I posted something on Facebook, and he didn't realize we were still struggling and trying to hike. And he's like, "Look, if you finish, I'll be there." And he followed through yeah. and he gave us champagne, like he hid water and champagne for us toward the we night. Bumped into, we bumped into him when we first hit the strand the, the afternoon before. He and the buddy were out fishing on one of the that walk pier thing. Piers, yeah, and watched them catch a. Kobe, Kobe, the, the brown fish. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, it was just it was a great finish. But it, and and Once being with Songbird and Sunset, they they become like they are family. Like yeah. they are re- we just love them to death. And we had so I've never laughed so much because <laughs> those two were just so yeah. funny. And they didn't know each other before. I mean, Songbird's you know happily married back in Virginia, yeah. and Sunset is just. We just happened to bump into him in Seminole, I think, um, by the RV place. And we just all hit it off. And so we just had a ball together. I've never, unfortunately, I'm not good at remembering jokes or punchlines. But I've never heard so many one-liners delivered with, he's got such a, well, you know, for California, he has a South Carolina accent. It's adorable. We have a California accent. (laughs) To hear the world explained in one-liners by a man from Carolina, it's just, we, we were in stitches most of the time. And it was just fascinating. She's from South Carolina, completely different, grew up in a completely different culture. And Songbirds traveled the world mm-hmm. as her husband was a Stacey. foreign diplomat. Mm-hmm. Diplomat, And so it was. there's so many fascinating stories from both of them. Yeah. That's great. Really, really awesome. Well, I enjoyed following y'all's hike. I mean, originally, I think I originally followed y'all from Instagram. And then it was later when I saw, oh, they have a blog. And so I started keeping up with that. And um, I, you know, I'd missed some of your earlier blogs. So I went back through and really just saw like, and just all of your hiking, you know, before that, obviously, and, and getting to know what, what you guys have done. And um, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad you guys had such a great 
experience on the Florida Trail. So that's that's always happy for me. It's, <laughs> it's heartwarming to me that, that someone else reads it and enjoys it because I, I really feel like it's a labor of it's love in a way. It's a memory. She does all the work, but but I love it because you know a month later, it years back later, memory, yeah, even years later, but with my memory, a month later is good enough, and I can still remember <laughs> things. Starting to forget. Do you forget Songbird laughs because she's like, thank goodness you did a blog because I don't remember everything. So I go back and read it. And I'll be like, yeah, I remember that. So I, that's that's so why we memories. write the blog. And when you started commenting, we're all like, who is Misty? Because nobody reads my blog. So. <laughs> so we have, we have What's going on? <laughs> It was me. I, I'm yeah. probably one of the few people who still reads blogs out there. So, you really appreciate. I've actually started reading blogs just because I thought, well, maybe this next trail I should know something. That's right. We're yeah. going to do the Arizona Trail this early spring. We're going to attempt it again. We yeah. tried it in okay. 2017. I got injured like right out the gate. Um, but yeah, Mark. This time around, Mark is really getting prepared. He's been reading. <laughs> he's been training. <laughs> we'll see. Still not hiking. And you're going to do a whole through hike with it, not a section hike? We're going to try. That's our intent. We started from Mexico and went uh, about 120 miles the first time. And so this time we're going to go back to Mexico again and, and start over. And maybe awesome. we might, might have, have some company, but it, if, even if it's the two of us, we've got Songbird's thinking better, about joining us, and we're, we're going to see if we can get sunset. But he still wants to finish some more PCT miles, so I'm not sure if he's going to join us. Yeah, his, his triple, triple crowner dreams could take precedent. But yeah. yeah. It is a beautiful trail. We, we, we enjoyed it a lot last time. We didn't know the Sonoran Desert was just so rich with um plants and animals and uh, <laughs> my idea of a desert is a sandbox and this is definitely not a sandbox yeah it's really yeah. fun lots of hills to climb and so we're gonna graybeard always said it's my intent to you know hike the florida <laughs> trail and finish this and that and so i i like to say that now graybeard was amazing that's another kind of inspiration for us uh, to continue the through hike is because he also was just ahead of us most of the way. And he he texted us, encouraged us mm -hmm. too. He was yeah. great. And yeah. he's the most vigorous, what is he, 84 or something year old man? Yeah, I think had. so. Yeah. He told me, I'm like, what's your secret? He just like, never stop moving. And he does That's funny. He was at the kickoff, but I don't have memories of that. I My first memory of him is our campsite was it Oak Knoll? I don't know. There, we, we had we had a campsite where there was not, out. eleven miles out, and there was not enough room for all the tents. Oh, that was on it. That was on it. Yeah, you're right. And, that was the so island. We discovered that he's not allergic to the poison oak and poison ivy, so he barehandedly rips out all the stuff so we could set up a couple more tents. And then, after all the visiting is done, we can see the glow coming from his tent. What's he doing? He's editing his blog or whatever his video website thing. video things are. He was oh wow. Or so, putting together all of his stuff that goes out every day. And then he got up well before us, mm -hmm. we, and we, he, we never caught him. He's just no. like, <laughs> the water was kind of muddy at first, and then he was so much faster, it cleared up before we. Yeah, no, no visible footprint. He's amazing, amazing, wow. and really wonderful. There were so many wonderful people on the trail, and you know that we bumped into. Mm -hmm. Trail angels in Florida, they are awesome. Awesome. We also Do you guys have, have? Did you guys have any favorite sections of trail? A lot of them. Uh, you know, for me, I think the whole South Florida section part mm. was really cool. Just it's so jungly, um, and then Big Cypress. You know, that's probably one of the only really wilderness. Even sections. Big Cypress, the, the the Indian Reservation part, 
was amazing. Oh, the Seminole. The part. Seminole part. We're, we, they're, they're, the Seminole Museum and uh, the walkway that they have, it's a raised board walkway. This, it, I, I forget how long. Maybe it's a half mile. It's an amazing, but it's labeled for the types of plants that we were going to go see. It really it helps. It was a labor of love. There was docents out there. There was a guy carving a canoe and a few things. that, And they were people that lived there, and they just had this love of place. We met a gator wrestler pulled over his pickup next to us to regale us the tales of what it's like to be a young Indian growing up on a reservation. Native American, Native yeah. American, yeah. <laughs> Seminole, you know, proud of his heritage. Yeah. And, but once we left there and got onto the levees, surrounded by nature again. I mean, it's it's man-made levees, but the plants yeah. don't know that. The birds don't know that. The fish don't know that. And so we're just back into nature, walking this beautiful, exactly straight gravel path of the levee. But we, it was almost it, it, 24 hours a day. The birds did not shut up. They were just it was great. crazy. And how can there be so much life to support these tens of thousands of birds that I can see? They're just, a, I, never mind how many there are off in the distance. I could probably see 10,000 birds at any one time. I don't and know. they're all full, happy. <laughs> There's plenty of food. It, it was interesting because a lot of people don't like, such the, life. you know, Okeechobee and the levees, but we actually love them. So, yeah, to each your own. But we also yeah. really liked it really far north, too, oh, yeah. once we got to Eglin. Mm-hmm. Um, that that trail is amazing. It's just, it was great. Ooh. And it, it was a whole different scene. And when we were there, we were so late. We were the last, I think, in the whole line. It was spring. Like, the azaleas were blooming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was pretty cool. It's also interesting that we saw so much beauty and... All, everything I've read tells me that we missed the most beautiful part by not being able to see Ekinfina. And I thought, how, how is it possible it was more pretty than what we saw? <laughs> it's not an, I've heard it's just it's it's broken so off sad. now. It's going to take time to so grow back. So sad. But, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think it's open Blake now, County, but it's not the same. Clay County gave it, not Clay County. Uh, Clay County was the one that was. It was maybe a little less. less a little less, less friendly. But what is the county where the hurricane was in? I can't remember that now. I can't think of the name. Anyway, where the hurricane had hit, those were the nicest people. They were so, like, pull over. Do you need anything? They'd honk their horn and wave and smile. All they all, all their, knew who we were, basically. All of their belongings yeah. under a blue tarp, and they still had stuff set up beside the road for hikers as they went by. I wow. Thought, what amazing resilience. Here. Generous. Mm-hmm. They were, we were really surprised. People, we, they would see us walking. We had a car, either one end or the other, and we were walking to the car. They didn't know that. They'd see us walking, and a few of them would pull over and, hey, you need anything? You know, it's like, you, this whole place is flattened. There's <laughs> nothing around here. No job. And no, no. I don't know if we needed anything. Right. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for for coming on the podcast and taking time uh, to chat with me. I don't want to take up too much more of your, your time. But um, if you guys have anything else you'd like to say about the trail, I mean, your Arizona Trail Adventure, I'll be excited to follow that. Um, oh. I guess you're going to be our one follower. You'll be our one follower. <laughs> well, I will, I will spread the word, happiest hiking, your happiest hiking blog, <laughs> to see that. Do you think you guys will finish the PCT one day, too? I, we hope so. It's The problem is, is we're kind of stuck at Ebbets because we really need to hike that section in the summer, and we're always so busy in the summer. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll, we'll, One of these, there'll be a, a late spring that works or a early fall, but yes. we can still do it, to get across the last of the, the immigrant gap or whatever. And we were, we were going to do, we <laughs> do it this year, um, and, and, and then Mark other, had some health issues. And, and so. there's certainly other snow or difficulties on the trail, but that's our, our next step is instead of section hiking we thought we would start it 
from where we finished and just continue to walk north. And so that takes yeah. away some of the options of just jumping around again. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank well, you so much for asking us to do this. And, it was fun. And thank fun. you for what you're doing, because just like we get memories from our trail, so many other people are being able to understand what this trail is about, what Florida hiking is about by following you. So, well, thank the you. More the merrier. Yeah. Yeah, I just like, I like hearing about other people's experiences and just hearing about, you know, all the different components of other, you know, organizations and groups that are on the Florida Trail that help make the Florida Trail. So it's it's been fun to to produce and to get to know people a little bit more. So thank you. Question, when you hiked it, was Chris Bell active then? No, and when I talked to him, he was on an episode in December, and yeah. he didn't come to mm-hmm. being trail angeling until, I think, 2013 or 14, so it was after, yeah, it was definitely after, but, um, like, Randy and Luann um, were active. You missed a lot, yeah, you, so, so by, by being early, you missed a lot, because yeah. he and his family and their friends, the, the, the group that they're putting together is the real deal. And they really encouraged us and everyone oh, we and hiked with and to be trail ambassadors, to be yes. not, not just take the time to hike, but also take the time to enjoy the people and place around you and then be in a trail ambassador. Tell people about what you're doing so they can understand what's happening. Yes, that, so, was, yeah, they're, really, they're that real was really important. Mark kept it. reminding me that, like, if I was going to be grouchy to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Norris and Tigger and Sandra and they were all just great. Ari and there was just there's they really are putting a lot out there and making it so much easier for us to hike yeah. than I'm sure when you, the experience you had. I suspect everybody has this idea that their trail angels were the best, but I, we we had a sweet spot. We had so many people that just went out of their way to help. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think what you said about the trail ambassador thing is very important. Um, it's something I've been concerned with as as the Florida Trail gets, you know, busier is 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 eventually, you know, people getting you know, the Florida Trail getting a bad rap in some manner because of some some poor hikers or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, because like the AT, you know, sometimes has gets a bad rap because of hikers, and 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 I guess even the PCT probably as well. Yeah. And it just it worries me that eventually that will come to the Florida Trail, but I just hope it doesn't. Um, I mean, I can't see foresee that, but you never know. We had, we had an interesting experience in being trying to be a trail ambassador to other hikers and finding out it was flat top and he was trying to be a trail ambassador to us too. That's funny. He ended up sharing the campsite. <laughs> and we're both, we're all trying to encourage each other and realize, okay, you're so yeah, you already know about the trail, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Is there a, is there like a motto or like a slogan for the Florida Trail? I, I think the PCT is the trail will provide. The Arizona Trail, I think, is it's harder than you think. Is there one for the Florida Trail? I was thinking about that today. Um, it's the swamp. <laughs> I don't know. Or welcome to the swamp. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder if there, I just wondered if there was like the other. This. I think the slogan would be "There's way less snakes than they tell you." Yeah, <laughs> I think there's going to be. For me, it was like it's not all alligators and beaches. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, or it's not always. Uh, it's flat doesn't mean it's easy. Or I don't. That's know. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, that that would be a really good one because that's what really surprised us. Yeah. Um. <sighs> well, thank you guys again so much. Y'all yeah. were very fun to talk to, and it's good to hear you guys. You guys go well together. I I can definitely tell that. 
Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think so, too, but I wanted that. I, I'll, re, I'll re replay this whenever I'm maybe getting on the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have All right. Evening. You too. Thank y'all. God bless. Mm -hmm. Bye. Okay, thanks for listening to my conversation with Tammy and Mark. You can find the podcast at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com and I'm on Instagram at orangeblazepodcast and Facebook at official orangeblazepodcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can email me at orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com. All right, happy trails, y'all.